0: guys is just genuinely the complete and utter lack of information we have on them. Uh, (laughs) Everything we have on them is based off other tarantulas or is anecdotal evidence. Um, It's from uh, just people being in towns and things like that. Uh, However, it is extremely important. Uh, That that is one thing I do like to stress is that the local information here is extremely valuable Um, uh, because we just don't have a lot of academic knowledge on these things. There's about 10 ish papers on the species, and that might be being generous. Um, let's see. Uh, and we're calling this the Oklahoma. So, what do what we call it? <laughs> so, um, so, other than I know you, the scientific yes. name, but um, I vote to start calling it Colorado tarantula or Colorado brown tarantula because it's. So its official common names are Texas brown tarantula, Oklahoma brown tarantula, and Missouri brown tarantula. (laughs) It's in Colorado, so you might as well call it Colorado. (laughs) Um, And, you know, say it just like that. It's it's got four different common names. You know, around here, we're going to call them Colorado brown tarantula. Are they actually a subspecies of... The, the one, Interestingly, the one of the only big papers on this species was a complete genetic workup to see what's related to what. Um, and so they are officially just one whole species. Um, their range goes from uh, Texas uh, into New Mexico, uh, we're about as far north as they get, um, and then they go all the way, obviously, into uh, Missouri and a little bit of Arkansas and stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, They're out right now uh, for uh, mating purposes, so only the males are the ones you're going to be seeing walking around, Um, I believe, uh, yeah, like mating expedition, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's technically not a migration, um, but I'm not going to get into that too much, (laughs) because I could get into that for too long. We've hammered that pretty well. Yeah. Um, Um, So, and I think that would be... I think we have that on that, so yeah. tarantula trek and mating expedition is yes. what visit has and I do like that wording. I okay. do like mating expedition. I think that's a, that's a good wording for it. Um, they're uh, one of the most populous species of tarantula in the United States uh, because of that wide range. They're found everywhere, uh, and they're found in quite large numbers. Um, let's see, uh, they're very temperature dependent, um, so that's partly, uh, you know, how you guys want to do it and set it up and stuff like that. Um, that's the research that I'm looking into: is what are those temperature triggers that cause their mating season and things like that? Um, uh, bah, bah. Let's see. Um, Sorry, I got to ask a question again. Does is it more of a daily temperature flux? Or is it more of a seasonal temperature function? Right? So as far as what's triggering them um, for their mating season, it would, I would assume it's something seasonal. Uh, so something happens, uh, basically the, the males are maturing, so they're, they're sexually maturing sometime in the summer, and then they hide out in their burrows until something occurs that they all go, time to go mate.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we don't know what that is. Uh, we assume it's temperature, again, that's what I'm looking into. Um, yeah, so, so so that's that. Uh, could be photo period. Just for those that joined us, that's, we're finishing up the yeah. tour. We had a tour meeting before, and Dallas was just giving the tour guide a yeah. quick overview on some tarantula things to talk about during the tour. And and so, yeah, so it, it could be photo period. It could be like um, a day since something, you know, so days since the second cold snap that happened and the ground temperature got to the, you know, we genuinely do not know. Um, yeah they're beautiful they're the, the females uh, a lot of people have not seen females um, the females are much tanner um, uh, that they, they are um, you know, uh, yeah they're, they're much tanner uh, they stay in their burrows the entire time um, both male and female stay in their burrows their entire lives until they sexually mature and then only the males will Females continue to stay in their burrows. They typically will not go and make new burrows unless something happens to theirs, whether it's a cow stepping through it or something like that. Um, so, obviously, they leave the burrows to feed, or the prey comes to them? Prey typically comes, comes to, them. to them. They'll, they'll typically, okay. at night, you know, this is uh, again, however you want to say like at night typically what they'll do is they'll come up to the lip of their burrows um, right now uh in in the sense that they're kind of like getting ready for winter uh, they are leaving their burrows a little bit more and staying about a uh, dinner plate to about three feet away from their burrows hunting you know looking for something but um they they will not go much further than that again this is the females um, as well as juveniles <coughs> And then, you know, they talk about, oh, the males are eight years old and the females live 25 years old. Well, yeah. how much variability is that? It's An it's insane there. amount of variability. Yeah, so yeah. so uh, we, we did uh, correct that a little bit ago. My uh, rule of thumb with these guys is that actually the males are probably closer to like three to five years old. Uh, and then the females are, uh, if they're actively mating, are above seven, eight years old. Uh, but yes, correct. Uh, they, they can live up to... I'd say 20 is a good estimate for like a really healthy female out there, um, but then even that is completely subject to a whole number of different things, including diet and temperature and other things like that. Um, and then that that's the other thing is the males will be dead this winter. Um, that's that's what happens. Uh, it you know that's the thing that I've been. Uh, Trying to tell people about why you don't want to take these things and why they're important beyond just their natural environment is they don't You know the ones that you would be encountering out there are going to die no matter how much perfect conditions you keep them in You know I work in a tarantula lab that has 3,500 tarantulas um, At perfect tarantula (laughs) weather. It's perfectly humid and perfect temperatures for them Uh, as soon as a uh, a male matures out He's got about six to nine months until he's dead. No matter how much, they, they, the males stop eating, they'll stop drinking at some point. Uh, their, their only goal right now is to mate, uh, and that's their goal until they're dead. Um, okay. uh, and what are they eating in that different plate? Yeah, so, to to so the dogs. females and juveniles <laughs> will uh, just be eating any sort of bugs that come along. Um, these ones aren't likely gonna be getting any birds or mammals. They're just too small for that. Um, There's a whole lot of beetles and grasshoppers out there. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, just any of the bugs around them. Um, Ants are too small for them, so the ants are actually probably a a bigger predator than anything for the tarantulas, uh, just because they can swarm them a lot easier, uh, and the tarantulas can't really deal with them super well. Um. What else eats them? Uh, probably coyotes would be my best guess um, is there I, I, I think I joke with people is that they're a really nice little protein bar only for a coyote mm-hmm. running by um, beyond that other birds um, uh, maybe the badgers Honest, honestly anything out there probably if it decided to probably would s- scoop one up um, I have seen Roadrunner with road, yeah, oh yeah Roadrunner for sure Roadrunner will eat anything that's yeah. got <laughs> <laughs> Is okay, that kind of a good primer for you guys? If you guys want to stay with Dallas afterwards yeah. to get more yeah, information? Yeah, I want ask him some more. Yeah, that is really <laughs> helpful to yeah, be able possibly. to have. Um,